Hey there, welcome to Not Your Ordinary Girl, a podcast for professionals looking to find their voice, define their brand, and maximize their impact. Episodes are a collection of lessons from real life, interviews with people doing incredible things, tips and tools to get you on your way to realizing your infinite career possibilities. Hey there. So today we're going to be talking about how to get the most out of your not-so-dream job. How many of you out there have a job, and it's, it's not a bad job, it's just not the job. It's not the one you've always hoped for, it's not the one you saw yourself getting into when you were back in school, or even earlier on in your career. Perhaps it's just kind of a, a stopgap, you need a paycheck, need something in your field and have to be doing it for right now until you find the right fit. There's a lot of us out there that are not necessarily stuck, but in a situation where we're doing a job or working for a company or in an organization or maybe even in a different field from what we envision as our dream job. And this can be really defeating, right? I mean, If you are getting up every day, going to a job, wishing that you had something else, it can be very heavy. It can be really a downer and it can really take away from your excitement about going to work. Now, that said, not everybody finds their dream job. Not everybody cares if they find their dream job, but for most of us, we aspire to find something that we can be passionate about and excited about. And sometimes, I would even argue oftentimes, we have to take positions along the way in our career that may not be our vision of our dream job. Now, that said, it doesn't mean that you can't get a lot out of your not-so-dream job. This type of position can offer you a lot of opportunities to put you on track or closer to what you envision your dream job to be. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. So for starters, put aside the idea that it's not your dream job, okay? It is what it is. You got to do it for as long as you need to do it until you find the right fit, till you find the right position, till you find your dream job, whatever it may be. Hopefully, if you are in this position and you recognize that what you're doing is not what you aspire to do, you are already taking steps to find that right fit, okay? Whether it's uh, networking or applying or going to school or whatever it may be to get yourself on track. And some of those things are Uh, skills and benefits that you can get from this not-so-dream job to get you on track. The first being experience, just in general experience, right? You've got a career in whatever it is that you're doing, and you are working in an office, you're working uh, at a trade, you're working in technology, whatever it may be, you are getting work experience. So that in and of itself, especially early on in your career, you are building your resume, you are getting experience working with teams, working with supervisors, working with subordinates, whatever it may be. You are doing general day-to-day, holding yourself responsible for getting to work on time, making sure that you do a good job while you're there. Those kinds of basic job experience that everybody needs to get on track to their dream job. 
Make the most of this time. Try to be on time. Try to be a really good employee. Try to do what you need to be doing to excel at whatever it is that you're doing, even if it's not something you're totally in love with. And what this is going to do, one, it's going to teach you some discipline and get you in the mindset that you need to show up and give it your all no matter what it is that you're doing. Because when you eventually do find your dream job, that's something you're going to want to do then as well. And while you may find that a little bit easier because you will love that job, it's still a disciplined thing. You still have to get used to being responsible, having structure, staying on track, showing up, looking presentable, dressing the right way, interacting with supervisors, subordinates, whoever they may be, right? Doing your assignments on time in a professional manner and bringing your A-game in general. With that comes opportunities for additional training, learning new skills and activities, right? So in this position, Perhaps you never thought that you would be interested in making spreadsheets, or perhaps you never thought you would be interested in doing something that required public speaking, or something that required some other technical skill. Use this opportunity to gather as many of those different skill sets as you can, and really dedicate your time to getting good at them. You don't have to be a master of everything right? That jack of all trades, master of none, that really does hold water, I think, because if you're able to dabble in a lot of different areas, depending on when you do find that dream job, they may really look for someone that has even just a a cursory knowledge of some kind of a, a computer software system that you're working with now, or perhaps there may be an opportunity for you to do some public speaking. And if you've got a little practice, that can really set you apart when you get ready to do your interviews or when you get ready to get started at this new position, or perhaps it's towards promotion, whatever it may be. Take the time while you're at this position to really look for different ways that you can gather knowledge from this opportunity. You have to be there anyway. You might as well get the most out of it to keep you tracking towards exactly what it is you wanna do in the future. And if you are picking up all of these little nuggets along the way and this current company or organization, even though it's not your dream job, is going to foot the bill for perhaps some computer program training or some public speaking training or a class at school. Maybe they need you to learn something in the sciences or in technology or in finance, real estate, whatever it may be. If they'll pay for you to take a class, take the class. Anything that you can get from them is an added bonus to your paycheck. Because if you are really trying to get yourself on a course to think long term, right? This is not a this is not a sprint. Your career is a marathon. If you are thinking long term, big picture, the more talents and skills and opportunities that you can gather along the way, the better you'll position yourself as you get further along for finding that right fit. Not to mention the fact that perhaps you find out that you love doing public speaking, or you find out that you love doing something in finance that it wasn't something you went to school for, but now they've had you take this class and, oh, 
I really like numbers. I really like accounting. I really like investing, whatever it may be. They have now paid to open your eyes and offer you this opportunity to do something you never would have known before. And you could have been missing out. I mean, perhaps you thought your dream job was going to be in biology and you've now been doing these accounting based things and they sent you to school for a couple of finance classes and you find that that is where your true passion they've now done you a favor they've paid for it and they've opened your eyes to a whole new area that you would have never known about if you didn't have this not so dream job okay obviously that's the extreme doesn't mean that it can't happen doesn't mean that it can keeping your options open and keeping your eyes open while you are doing these jobs, before you get to that one you can't wait to have, really helps to arm you for the future and give you your best foot forward. I mentioned public speaking. Public speaking is a big thing. It really is. I work with so many people that struggle with public speaking. And I'm not just talking about getting in front of a a conference room of a thousand people. I mean, I'm talking about getting in front of a room of 10 of your peers and providing a report, five of your peers, and, and offering up a status of one of your projects. There are people that really struggle. You may be one of them. And use this portion of your career path to really improve on those skills, the ones that you know you are going to need in the future. Take this time and opportunity to find ways to practice those skills where there isn't the cost, right? If you're already working there and you can volunteer for for little things here and there for maybe some public speaking or presenting at at a conference or something like that because you know that going down the road in the future, your dream job is going to require you to be comfortable in front of a small, medium, or large group. Use this time to build that skill set. See if they'll pay for some kind of training. See if they'll do some kind of a a coaching program. See if they'll do a, a public speaking training class. Perhaps they let you do Toastmasters or some kind of a community activity to help get you prepared for it, right? Use this time to continue to build out your toolbox of all of the skills that you will need to really set yourself up for that dream career. Salary is another thing that you can really work on at your not-so-dream job. And when we think about salary, often we think about, oh, I didn't negotiate well enough to get the money that I feel I deserve, or they were only offering a lower position so I had to take a lesser amount than my last job, or stressing about it as you go through interviews, getting to that point where you have to know what number to ask for. When I say think about your salary at the not-so-dream job, if you're going to be there for a few years and gathering all of these skills, this is a really good opportunity for you to really shine in your position and get incremental bumps to your salary so that when you go to look for that dream job, you can ask for a higher amount, right? Often, companies will offer at a minimum, a lateral. Many times they'll offer a bump, especially if you're coming to the table with significant tools, skills, all of these talents that you're building on your earlier jobs to bring to the table for this dream job. You can ask for more money. 
You can say, hey, I've been making this much doing this here with this level of activity, this level of responsibility. I'm coming to your organization and bringing all of that experience, knowledge, and leadership, and I would like this amount of money. And you can really build the story for it better because now you've not only demonstrated in your previous job that you have climbed the ladder financially, but you've also taken that opportunity to really make the most of that employment. You tried to learn new skills. You tried to improve upon the ones you knew that you would need. You tried to ask for more responsibility and really gather what you need to to sell the fact that you are worth a higher number. And showing that you came from a solid number and are asking for something similar or perhaps more than that is much easier than going in and saying, well, I just took this job because I needed a job and it wasn't really my dream job, but I went every day and, you know, I did my job and it was okay. No. If you're doing that, then you're probably not going to get a whole lot of raises, you're not going to get a whole lot of responsibility, and you're really not going to be very attractive to that dream job because it basically shows a lack of initiative, a lack of energy and passion, and frankly, a lack of foresight seeing that this is a big strategy. This is a big picture game. You knew that it was going to take some time to find and achieve that dream job that you've always wanted. It's gonna take a little bit of experience doing other things. It's gonna take some things on your resume to get there. You're gonna have to demonstrate that you were very dedicated to doing a good job and moving up the salary table there. And now you have come armed and ready for whatever that dream job has to offer you. Along with salary comes responsibility, right? So if you are asking for more money or you are trying to position yourself to get raises, you also need to broaden your responsibility and you need to demonstrate to your leadership that you are worthy of that added responsibility. Perhaps you want to try and get the opportunity to mentor junior staff or supervise junior staff or handle larger projects, do bigger research, whatever it may be be considered for traveling and representing the organization or company at, at different show, trade shows or conferences or whatever it may be in your industry. These are all things that showing up and bringing your A-game, even at your not-so-dream job, will really help you not only position yourself at that current job to pitch the boss and say, hey, I have demonstrated that I'm up to this task and I feel that I'm ready for this responsibility. Could I please do X, Y, and Z? But it will also demonstrate when you get to your dream job that you showed initiative, that you were constantly interested in growing, that you not only demonstrated growth, but were really good at it and handled the responsibility professionally and were able to roll with the punches and really improve upon what you were building with respect to your experience and skill sets. This will only serve you well when you're interviewing in those jobs because now you have stories, stories of growth and advancement and basically that you're a go-getter and you want to do bigger, better things. The last opportunity that I would say is 
very, very valuable about your not-so-dream job is your networking. You have the opportunity within the organization that you're at now to not only look within and see if your dream job exists there, but we often find opportunities when we already have opportunities because there's not that hair on fire desperation of I have to find it, I have to find it, where it's it's more of a, a harried approach to looking for things. It's much more strategic and you can be very focused on how you look around for that dream job opportunity. You can talk to the people already in your organization. You can talk to people outside your organization. The fact that you are already employed and demonstrating that you are an A-game player only helps you even more. What I mean by that is not only will you be demonstrating that you are a top-tier performer, but you're also able to demonstrate your growth, demonstrate what you're learning. You'll have things to talk about. If you are stepping outside your comfort zone and trying some public speaking, or you're trying some bigger projects, or you're mentoring junior staff or, or supervising junior staff, these are all different topic areas that you can leverage through your networking. You can talk to different people and say, hey, you know, I'm I'm doing this project at work, something I've never really done before. Hear that maybe this is something you've done. Would love to talk to you more about it. Brand new networking opportunity, right? Because it's someone that is not necessarily in your circle, but is involved in the different types of things that you're doing. Gives you the opportunity to make new connections, make new friends, make new professional colleagues, people that you can really talk to and not only leverage for their knowledge to impact your current operations, but also to get ideas about bigger and better ways you can leverage these new skills that you are developing. Perhaps they know other companies or organizations or other positions within yours that would be a very natural stepping stone to be either your dream job or closer to your dream job. And by talking to them and networking with them, explaining to them about the different things that you're doing and demonstrating that you are someone that they could be proud to recommend for those positions is invaluable. It's much easier to find networking opportunities through our current positions. If you've ever been unemployed and tried to find networking opportunities, there are lots. You know, you can go on the internet, you can look up all different kinds of networking opportunities, you can go to training events, you can go to happy hours, you can go to meetup groups, you can pay to attend a variety of different things. And those are great, but how much more valuable have the interactions that you have made while you're networking through your career been. It's so much more valuable to be able to identify potential networking arenas through your job. And it doesn't even have to be in your immediate group. Depending on what it is that you're dreaming about doing and how it fits into what you're doing now, you can certainly look for other opportunities to network in the broader sense within your organization, or perhaps 
if you are tapped to go to some of these conferences, you would get to interact with a broader group. Perhaps there are training events that you could volunteer for or that you could present at, whatever it may be, and before or after these activities. Those are all opportunities for networking. All in all, looking for ways to take your current position even if it's not glamorous, even if it's not what you always saw yourself doing, get the most out of it. You do have to go to work. You got to do the job that you were hired to do. You have to punch in, punch out, do your eight hours, 10 hours, whatever it may be. You have to be there anyway. So you can drag your feet and go into the office and sit there and do the bare minimum and spend all day trolling the internet, trying to find that dream job that you wish you had, wondering why you haven't found it, or you can really dedicate yourself to making the most out of this opportunity and getting whatever it is out of it that you can get to position you in a better place for that dream job. I'm not saying don't go on the internet and look for jobs. Maybe limit that to your lunchtime. If you're having a hard time finding times on nights and weekends and you need to do it for an hour at lunchtime while you do it, okay, I would advise you to be cautious about that because most companies now track what kind of internet searches that you're doing. So if your company doesn't realize that you are only there temporarily and looking for another job, they may know that if you are doing those kinds of searches on your computer. And and maybe that doesn't matter to you. Maybe the company won't care. Your lunchtime is your lunchtime. You can do whatever. But if you are looking at this current position to try and get the most out of it that you can, telegraphing to your leadership that you're only using them and temporary there to get as much as you can out of them, probably not going to sit too well. And I'm not really sure how many opportunities you will get. They may not care but they might. So while I'm not saying that you should be completely disingenuous and pretend that you're going to be a lifer at this organization and act like it's just the end all and be all so that you can get everything you can out of it, I'm not really saying that either. I mean, I love the drink the Kool-Aid phrase, right? I mean, you can drink the Kool-Aid, but you don't have to. I worked at several places where I knew they were not going to be my forever home, if you will, in the career marketplace, but there were a lot of good things about those jobs, and I easily could have sunk into, oh, I really hate coming to work. This is not going to be the job I have forever. This is not what I thought it was going to be. It's not what I want. And I could have totally sunk into a total mope every day and just been miserable. But that doesn't serve you well either. Because the more you settle in that mindset of how miserable you are or how disappointed you are or how ashamed you are at that position, the more that eats away at you. And it really eats away at your morale. It eats away at your motivation. It eats away at your confidence. So that's not really productive to help you find your dream career if you are sinking into a further and further mope about your current not-so-dream job, right? So turn it around a little bit and look at it as your not-so-dream job but a really good stepping point to get it there. And look at it as a necessary stop along the way 
to get to where it is you want to be going. Sit down, think about all of the different ways that you can gather experience and training, networking, responsibility, higher pay, whatever it is that you can get from this position. Obviously, try to give back what you can, right? Be a good employee. Do what they've asked you to do. Give it your all because those kinds of things translate and you never know where your dream job is going to present itself. And it could be from someone down the hall who is observing how you interact, observing your performance, and may have a friend of a friend or or a relative or know somebody from a last position or have heard about something from, from someone that they could mention to you, hey, you would be great for this position. If you are just phoning it in, they will probably never come to you with that suggestion or recommendation or offer to put you in contact. No one wants to be responsible for recommending dead weight. So if you are consistently demonstrating that you're going to be dead weight just because you don't like that job or it wasn't what you thought you were going to be doing, then the chance of you being there longer is much higher. The chance of you finding opportunity and and growing out of your position or performing yourself out of your position are much greater when you're working hard and bringing your A-game. So just something to think about there when you are thinking about, occasionally we get down, right? You go to work, same thing every day, and you keep thinking, I'm just not finding that job I really, really want. It's easy to get down. I understand that sometimes you have those days. But just bear in mind that the, the harder you work, to excel at your current position and apply what you're learning, what you're doing, what you're responsible for, for the next position, the better chances you have to get to that next position sooner. Obviously, especially early on in our career, you want to try and stick it out for a little while at places because if you're jumping six months, six months, six months, if you're not jumping because you are really learning and excelling in whatever it is you are working at in each of these locations and can demonstrate that to a potential employer, they're going to wonder why you're hopping. Some folks hop because they think that that's the way to bump their salary. And I know people who have done it that way and they have been very successful at it. I know others who have tried and have not been successful at it and end up worse off financially than they were to start with because it doesn't always work for everybody. A lot of times it's right place, right time. So if you're going to be hopping, make sure that at least you are sticking around long enough so that you can have a story to tell when you get interviewed. When someone says, well, I see you had three jobs in two years, why were the stays so short? Was it something to do with your employees? Was it something to do with your supervisors? Was it maybe just a mismatch of your skill set? All of these are perfectly reasonable, but you might as well try and get as much experience from each of these places and demonstrate that you gave it your all while you were there. It may have just not been a right fit. So with respect of getting the most out of your not-so-dream job, again, focus on trying to put in as much as you can to it Get out as much as you can from it. Keep an eye on other opportunities and ways that you can roll things that you are using and learning and responsible for in this position 
towards the next position that will either get you closer to your dream job or be your dream job. Look for opportunities to really learn more about what you love about your job and what you don't love about your job. Those kinds of things will be very helpful when you are looking for your dream job. If you know exactly what it is that you think you want to do and you know exactly what your dream job looks like, where it's at, what you would be doing, fine. You've got that down. You're a step ahead of many of us. But if you're not quite sure what it is, but you know this isn't it, look for ways to really leverage this to clarify what it is you love about this job, what it is you hate about this job, what roles and responsibilities you excel at, which you need some work at or don't feel that you would ever be comfortable doing, and how you can really shape your vision of that dream job and take all of these things that you're learning and experiencing at this position so that you can mold it into that dream job. I wish you all the best in getting what you can out of this current position, and I also wish you lots of luck in transitioning to that dream job as soon as possible. Have a great day. All right, so thanks for tuning in to Not Your Ordinary Girl. I hope you enjoyed it. Head on over to notyourordinarygirl.com and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Feel free to drop me a note with any topics you'd like to hear about or feedback, and please go ahead and recommend it to your friends. Until next time, remember to always stand up and be confident, stand by all that you do and say with integrity, and stand out, because after all, there's only one you.